Hey, this is June Moon of the June Moon Daily, and I am Music Online. Well, today we're going to talk about becoming a DJ, and we're going to talk to Tommy White, a very successful DJ, also known as DJ Infinite One. Okay, let's talk to Tommy, see what he's got to say. So, Infinite DJ. Yes. Alias Tommy White. Yes. How you doing, man? I'm good, June. How are you? I'm doing great, man. And as I was saying earlier, I, I was inspired to uh, interview you in particular because of um, some other people I heard talking about, um, you know, talking about the origin of um, hip hop and mm-hmm. music in Chicago and Chicago's roots. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was pretty cool, but they were just like not real knowledgeable of what really, who the people chance came from and who the people you know that the people he talked about came from right and that was frustrating in that um you know if you're going to talk about something as you just said yeah you need to know and do your research you have to and, research and understand yeah the the what you're talking about and if you didn't come up in it mm-hmm. then that makes it sort of difficult yeah to really get to the root or what your perception is of the root if you weren't involved at that moment in time yeah. so anyway enough on these people <laughs> um hey man like you know you've been doing this for a long time djing yes and uh, we go back a little while yes we do and um so right now what is your take on the um on the situation in the dj business okay what's happening is it is it is it alive and well is it Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I, I, I have to say that um, different parts of the DJ game or DJ business is uh, thriving. I would say the wedding business is thriving. Um, the clubs are not so because um, we're still in the middle or well, we're still in a pandemic and clubs have limited capacity. But every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll pop on social media and I'll see some place packed out and the DJ rocking out, and I go, where are these people? And then uh, it, uh, it'll be someplace downtown where uh, they're only allowing people that um, have been vaccinated or ha- have been uh, shown proof of some uh, no, no symptoms of COVID. Um, as far as like uh, what we were, what, what I was doing, I was doing uh, work for Top Golf, um, and we, we, we have yet to get back to doing what we were doing at Top Golf. Um, because of the pandemic and because uh, they, they're not allowed to have us uh, involved in the facility yet. Okay. The source of your inspiration and your music, where does that come from? Oh, wow. That just comes from all the artists that have put out great music. Um, the Stevie Wonders, the Michael Jacksons, the Princes. Uh, uh, we can go as far as back to my grandmother listening to music in Duke Ellington and um, Count Basie. Uh, my uncles listen to rock and roll. Uh, you can count my uh, auntie, um, Diane, who used to uh, play show tunes. You know, we, you know, we watched TV and, you know, she would always make a point of making sure that we knew each show tune. So I have uh, a very diverse background in music. But you're a young cat. You're talking old school stuff. I grew up in, uh, I would say, I'm, I'm what, 69? Mm-hmm. That's that. That's still young, relatively old. Well, or you're not 69. You grew up. Yeah, in, I grew up in, in 60. The 60. Yeah, I, I, I was born in 69, went through the 70s. So I went through all the funk, uh, disco era. 
Um, my mother played the radio every day of my school life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, as a matter of fact, I, I, I always wanted to be a DJ, but I thought I was going to be a disc jockey on the radio mm-hmm. versus you know being a mix show DJ. Um, it just so happened that I picked up turntables and you know skill set and have been you know using those, that skill set for pretty much my my entire life. Mm-hmm. The only time I gave it up was when um, I went to church and the Baptist church uh, condemned us for listening to uh, secular music. Mm-hmm. And so um, I gave it up for a while before I picked it back up in 2008, 2009. Mm. Plus I was a parent, you know, I had, I'm a, you know, <laughs> I was a dad, I uh, having like two or three kids at the time. So yeah. That so was you, a, don't do, you don't deal with hip hop? Uh, I do deal with hip hop. Uh, yes, I do deal with hip hop. As a matter of fact, I was on um, 106.3 Chicago in the basement, um, which was the show called the Basement. And the, the basement was uh, primarily strictly for hip hop, mm. hip hop and throwback, uh, throwback. That was a club. Ah, no, the basement is just a radio show on on radio okay, on okay. Saturday nights. Okay, um, I had a ten o'clock spot, twenty minutes, and um, I had to do my research. You know, so we were talking about if you don't know something, you have to dive deep into what you what what the genre is in order to know what you're supposed to know. So your audience, do they like, uh, is it a diverse audience when you DJ? Is it either young, old, middle-aged? So my, my, I'm an open format DJ, um, so I don't, I don't spend one genre. So, uh, yes, it's very diverse. Uh, my, the majority of places I've DJed first before I got to the radio was around my neighborhood in Oak Park. And I did many of the block parties. I did many of their birthdays um, in-house. And um, what else? Oh, in the schools. Mm-hmm. And that's how I gained popularity within the community and everything because of the fact that I would do the school parties and someone would say, hey, you got to come to my birthday. So um, I would get requested by seven-year-olds, nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds to come do their birthday parties. And so that, that was really, really fun because I got a chance to um, spin a different genre of music, hmm. which was at the time pop you know, the pop 40 mainstream. So you were like a daycare DJ? <laughs> daycare <laughs> DJ is funny. No. <laughs> More or less just a school DJ. So they, they, they opened me up enough to be able to, you know, uh, diversify, you know, spend the music that I, I like listening to because mm-hmm. I was playing the same music for my kids in the car. Right. So. But you've been around. I know you, you, you had a great time and you uh, all the time talk about your spinning in South Africa and that. Wow, we're gonna jump all the way over there. Uh, yeah, South Africa, what a trip! Um, culture shock. Um, you 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 leave here from the United States where mainstream is European, and you go there and mainstream is black. Mm-hmm. And I saw you see is black faces and you know black things and everything you know catered to us. The TV that you watch, uh, even when you go to the restaurants, instead of having just regular salt and pepper, they actually had seasoning salt as well. Hmm. So that was a huge culture shock. Um, South Africa predominantly spends um, house music. They're into house music big time. And, and of course, they create their own tracks for themselves. But um, the main genre of music there really was house music. So you speaking of Chicago-style house music or another type I, of house music? Uh, well, I would call this Afro house. Hmm. This would be more like Afro house. And again, that was a culture shock as well because... 
their music and production was beautiful. I mean, for someone who doesn't have the same type of, you know, uh, mix and master engineering that we have here, mm -hmm. their music and their beats and those, those drums, they hit hard. Like, you could feel those beats in your soul. Hmm. Um, I, 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 I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And, um, you know, so, yeah, Chicago House, um, I didn't hear any of our music, but it's still the same, you know, 120, uh, you know, like 117 on up to 130 and somewhere in that range. But it was a lot of fun. And the people there, they really, I know you said, understandably, it, it was a culture shock. But it was their culture, right? Yeah, so, oh yeah, it was definitely their culture, right? So they did, were they as much into the music as you say our people are black people? I would say here? even more. I would say they're they're into their music even more. I mean, they were playing music that you know many many of the artists that like Luther Vandross. I remember hearing some them playing Luther Vandross as Freddie Jackson. They were playing cuts off the album that you would never really think twice about. Uh, they weren't playing the main, mainstream, uh, you know, songs that we that we, you know that we know. They were playing songs that just they felt. They felt those artists in a different kind of way than we did. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I I I wish I could you know think of a song that I heard that I was like, whoa, what is this? But I knew for sure it was Freddie Jackson. Mm -hmm. I knew for sure it was uh, Luther Vandross. But they were into the lyrics more so than you know the lyrics and the music and how it made them feel versus you know if it was a hit or not. Hmm. Yeah, they're they're definitely more into the music than we are. Did you spend every night over there? Did they have some boy? Did they have something going on every night? Their weekends started on Thursdays, hmm. from Thursday to Sunday, and they use every bit of that time. Well, so they from mean, the they, day and night, from the from the from the time they get off on Thursdays or whatever happens on Thursdays, they hit the clubs and they party from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And when I say Sunday, it's not like okay, Sunday well, I got to work today, let's rest. No. Let's party until we go home, and then we get up next morning, and then we go to work. <laughs> so, yes, they use every bit of their time. Wow. Yeah, I was, fat, you know, I was very fascinated with that. Um, we, you know, pretty much the things that we had, different places that we spent that, um, we, uh, some places didn't let us in. Some places use, one place I know for sure in particular, they used our promo to pack the house, and they wouldn't let us in. <laughs> what you mean? They wouldn't let us in. They, they, uh, they you know, we saw that, you know, they had flyers that you know, they were having international DJs from the U.S. coming over. Um, but when we got there to spend, the house was packed. They, they didn't want us to. They didn't want us to come in. Wow. They packed the house out, took our whatever, and they just sent us backpacking. So um, it's a couple of places that we spent that that was really good, and uh, it was it was a good thing that we made connections with different people. They saw. Our plight, um, some of the things that was happening that we ran into because you know we're in a different country, so right. you have to worry about security. Yeah. And then you know, the, I think the first time that we got there, I think we got robbed. Wow. Um, not, I don't think I know for sure we got robbed. Right. Like no one held, held us at gunpoint, but the the promoter and the person who was in charge of us, they took their money, and you know because they said that they were going to let us leave if if we didn't give them the money that we made. In that at that venue, wow! Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we had to get protected by one of the um, gosh, what do they call those people over there? They're, they have um, I want to say kings, but they're more or less like our Don Juan's here. Okay, okay. 
So uh, we had to get in touch with one of the people there um, that protected us. That okay. he, he, he lodged us, he fed us, um, he protected us. Kind of like gangsters. Yeah, 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 that's, that, yeah that, that happened. Mm-hmm. I, I never get a chance to tell that story. I never get a chance to tell that story. But yeah, and we didn't even know. We didn't know until after everything was over. Like we, we, we got there from, from 10 in the morning and we stayed to 10 at night. So um, we didn't know what took place. Wow. You know, we just know that the guy was like, well, we can't go forward based on the fact that we have no money. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. I'm sorry. Yeah, that happened. Wow. So the guys came together. Uh, the guys came together and put you know, money in uh, to do what we had to do to move on yeah. to the next venue and yeah. move on to the different places. You know, we, I have stayed for 30 days. And then we met a prince. Um, he was a prince of the community. Okay. And he, he, he kept us. Okay. Yeah, he kept us. And uh, then he started showing us different venues and then allowed one of the other DJs, because I was leaving. Um, by that time, I was just outdone. Yeah. Um, he allowed the other DJ to spin at this place called the Dome. He, uh, there was this new creation that they did. They would just set up a big dome and stage and everything, and they just perform. People just come from all over the place and, 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 and uh, get together and do what they have to do. Wow. So. What age group was it? Was it, uh, what, what, what was the wow. demographics um, of it? I'm going to say it had to be, uh, I, it had to be from 18 on up, 18 on up. I'm, I'm going to say the same type of, you know, um, demographics that we do, deal with here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so usually the young people come out you know, drinking age, obviously, because um, that's all they did. They just drink, smoked, and party. Mm. That's what it was about. Um, I, I, you know, we also had an opportunity to visit a couple concerts where we were, you know, you know, guest celebrity, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Um, I met one of the biggest artists over in South Africa. His name was Casper, mm. uh, Casper Noves. I met him, and we met some other people because they had a showcase going on, and there was this huge stage and this. It was live, it was live and beautiful, and uh, it was really nice, you know, being a part of uh, their culture and being embraced too. Because yeah, we, that's what I was yeah, we we were yeah. definitely embraced. Uh, you know, I I in particular was embraced because of the fact that I'm a big guy, mm-hmm. and um, what they would call me is the blesser. The blesser. Yeah, because when if you got weight on you mm-hmm. and everything, you, you know, they know you're eating, okay. and that's you know, <laughs> if you're eating, that means you got money to be able to afford those meal, those meals. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I was like a celebrity. Like, you know, they love the beard. They love the size. And, you know, they love my color, wow. you know, because I was a little lighter shade than, you know, many of them. And uh, I, 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 I got an opportunity to see what it felt like to be uh, a celebrity celebrity. Wow. Yeah. And women wanted to have my babies. Wow. Okay. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. They stole my glasses. They stole, I, I had Ray-Bans. Those got stolen. They just wanted a piece, whatever they can get from me. Wow. Uh, my reading glasses, they're gone. <laughs> wow, interesting. Yeah. Okay, let, let, let's move literally to the future. What do you see for DJ, DJing um, oh. for the future? I mean, you know, I mean, I, I was someplace, I told you, the other last week. And these guys had these little, really, 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 really small um, mm-hmm. turntables. Mm-hmm. That I, you know, obviously, I, they weren't really spinning them. It was technology. Mm-hmm. But what do you see for? Will the audiences um, still embrace a DJ? Or 
you know, with all the okay. technology, so now, do we need you? I asked that question maybe a week ago. I asked that, that the same question that you asked me a week ago because I saw a product that Newmark created that allowed you to DJ anywhere. The speakers mm-hmm. built in, the, you don't need a laptop. You just, whatever, you know, the controller has two decks, built-in music, and you can use Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And um, you can stream the music because that's where a lot of the music now is going. Well, we used to have digital record pools. Right. Um, you know, back in your day, we right. had record records. Yeah. Now, they transferred over to record pools, digital record pools with MP3s that you can download. Mm-hmm. Those are moving to streaming now. So now they have streaming music where you can get the music from Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, gosh, I can't think of a lot of those, but you get the point. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can get, yeah. And then so the, the DJ now can set up a controller, plug it in, um, as long as you have Wi Fi, and get any song that you want to mix and play with. Hmm. Now, what I've noticed is that people, the way that we do what we do, we, we blend music. We blend music together, make it sound, you know, give it a different kind of feel. But people are now changing their tastes where they just, you can just play whatever. You can just play their favorite song. And for them, that's a hit now, or that's a jam, or that's a party for them. And it's interesting because none of the artistry and the creativity that we spend, you know, blending and scratching and doing all those things, none of those things really matter to the, to, to the audience anymore. So I got to say that, you know, uh, the DJ world is pretty much coming to everyone can be a DJ now. Hmm. If you got a controller, you spend two or three hundred bucks. And like everybody can be a rapper, just a poet. Right. So it, it's going to come down to who's who's better at it. You know, are you going to get tired of eventually get tired of just hearing your song? Or do you want the feel and, and be able to rock the party the way it's supposed to happen? And that's where our skill set will always remain because of the fact that when we come, we're coming to bring a different feel. So I don't know if that can ever be replaced. Mm-hmm. The same way with house music. House music is about love and, you know, unity and, you know, something, you know, that hits you in your soul. It can't be replaced. Mm-hmm. So I don't, think a, I, I don't think a skill for DJ will lose out versus, you know, someone else just coming and just playing music. I think the people that play music will eventually get bored, and then we'll have our time back again. Hmm. DJ Infinite. Mm-hmm. Is there a website? Uh, www.djinfinite.com, and there's no I before the end. Tommy, thank you, man. This has been a blast. Really, I've been educated. Oh, well, I'm glad that I can help. Okay, buddy. Thank you.